0: I am so happy today. I am so happy today. Because not only do I have unbelievable news on the impeachment front, uh, but also, let's just listen to this headline. I'll give you the full story in a minute. Man whose deadly farts can kill mosquitoes hired to create mosquito repellent made from his intestinal gas. The reason why I'm so excited... Is I finally have hope that my 15-year-old son has a future. This is the Glenn Beck Program. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the uh, program. Uh, there is a big scandal going on now in um, in Las Vegas that I have to bring you. Uh, is somebody is somebody's is putting little teeny cowboy hats on pigeons. And uh, we'll get to the bottom of that coming up in a second. First, I want to give you some amazing news and ask you why you haven't heard this everywhere. I want to read this story from Time Magazine. Time.com came out yesterday afternoon. Since the start of the public impeachment hearings in Congress last month, Andrew Yermak, a top advisor to the president of the Ukraine, has heard his name come up again and again in witness testimony. He took part in many of the events at the center of the impeachment inquiry. I want you to listen to that. His name has come up again and again. In fact, his name is mentioned in the impeachment inquiry dozens of times. He was at many of the events that were quoting at the center of the impeachment inquiry. And a 300-page report last week uh, by the inquiry mentions Yermak by name dozens of times. But in his first interview about those public hearings, Yermak has questioned the recollections of, this is Time Magazine, of crucial witnesses into the impeachment inquiry into Donald Trump's alleged abuse of his office for political gain. So the guy who is at the center of the events that make the impeachment inquiry the guy who is quoted the guy who is they say all of them said oh no he was there he's now saying i i don't think the witnesses remember this correctly jurmac told time magazine in an interview on december 4th listen I want to tell you straight, of course, now, when I watch these shows on television, my name often comes up and I see people there whom I recognize, whom I have met and whom I know. He says, referring to the witness testimony, that is their personal opinion, especially the positions they expressed while under oath. But I have my own truth. I know what I know. The most crucial point at which Yermak's recollection contradicts the testimony of the inquiry's witnesses relates to a meeting in Warsaw on September 1st when Ukrainian President Zelensky met with Vice President Mike Pence. You remember this? The story is that they were meeting and uh, all of a sudden Mike Pence just ended the meeting quickly and they walked out and the ambassadors they all, had to, they all had to quarter Mr. Yermak and say, I am sorry for that. I don't know. I mean, look, you just have to do what the president says or you're not going to get any of this aid. That's what the witnesses said. This was the only time that we have anybody saying quid pro quo. Most crucial point is his recollection that contradicts the testimony of the inquiry's witnesses. The meeting was part of an ongoing effort by the Zelensky administration to improve ties with the Trump administration. One of the American diplomats who attended that meeting, Gordon Sondland, the U.S. ambassador to the European Union, testified before the inquiry last month that he, quote, pulled Yermak aside after the meeting and delivered an important message. U.S. aid to Ukraine would probably not resume until Zelensky's government announced two investigations that could implicate President Trump's political revivals. Quote, I told Mr. Yermak that I believed that the uh, resumption of the U.S. aid would likely not occur until Ukraine took some kind of action on the public statement that we had been discussing for many weeks. End quote. That's the testimony. Now let's see what Mr. Yermak says. This statement was allegedly intended to announce two investigations, one into the discredited claims that Ukraine helped Hillary Clinton's campaign. Notice... This is not a friendly article to Donald Trump. Mm. Notice they say the the discredited claims that Ukraine helped Hillary Clinton's campaign. And another related to the work that Hunter Biden, the son of the presidential candidate Joe Biden, did for Ukrainian gas company Burisma Holdings. Based on testimony from Sondland and other witnesses, the final report from the House Intelligence Committee concluded last week that Sondland made this offer of a quid pro quo clear to Yermak that day in Warsaw. Following, quoting, following that meeting, Ambassador Sondland pulled aside President Zelensky's advisor, Mr. Yermak, to explain that the hold on security assistance was conditioned on public announcement of the Burisma, Biden and 2016 election interference investigations, quoting the report. Yermak, however, according to Time magazine, disputes this, quote, Gordon and I, the ambassador from the U.S., were never alone together, he said, when Time magazine asked about the Warsaw meeting. Quote, we bumped into each other in the hallway next to the escalator as I was walking out. He recalls that several members of the American and Ukrainian delegation were also nearby, as well as bodyguards and hotel staff, though he was not sure whether any of them heard his brief conversation with Sonlin. And I remember everything, quoting Yermak. And I remember everything. Everything is fine with my memory. We talked about how well the meeting went, and that's all we talked about, Your Mac says. Still help me out here. Um, that's kind of a big
1: deal, don't you <laughs> I think so, yeah. I mean, they even say these comments cast doubt on an important moment in the impeachment inquiry's reconstruction of events, specifically the only known point. At which the American official directly tells the Ukrainians about the link between U.S. aid and the announcement of specific they investigations. Have, they this have said it. the
0: whole time, we didn't know this. We didn't. They didn't say that this was tied together. And Sondland, remember, changed his testimony. Mm-hmm. He changed his testimony. Yeah. And that's when he said, okay, I did tell Yermak this. And that was the only thing that the impeachment inquiry could hang their hat on as someone who was firsthand doing it. It was Sondland. Now Yermak says, and I think this is really important, uh, and I remember everything. Everything is fine with my memory. We talked about how well the meeting went, and that's all we talked about, end quote. In a statement, Sondland's lawyer said Ambassador Sondland stands by his prior testimony. I'm not sure which one that was and will not comment further. Um, In his initial testimony to the impeachment inquiry in October, Sondland said he never knew the U.S. aid in Ukraine was conditional on the investigations that Trump wanted. But the following month, Sondland amended his testimony with a sworn statement in which he described the conversation with Yermak in Warsaw. Oh, now I recall speaking individually with Mr. Yermak, where I said the resumption of aid would likely not occur, uh, and we had been discussing that for many weeks. So was he lying the first time, or was he lying the second time? And this is not a rhetorical question now. This is perjury, because the guy who he said he talked to says there's nothing wrong with my memory I
1: never had that conversation. Well, one of them's lying. I mean, it could also be the guy from Ukraine, uh, Uh undoubtedly. And and you know, it it would. There's an argument, and they make it in this in this story that it makes sense. Um, You know, they're still dependent on the U.S. for for funding. I mean, the same thing that would have made them do this in the first place, which was to please Trump and to get the funding, would could make them do this this time. So let me however, we don't have evidence of that, and it certainly brings up a massive question. And you know, if Let's just say you came up with this idea to impeach a president and actually did an investigation and did a legitimate inquiry instead of the crap that they did the last couple of weeks. You'd have maybe this they'd have Maybe they'd be able to sort this out. Right. Instead, they're just jumping to it mm-hmm. and assuming the worst in every single circumstance okay. to get their political ends. So I thought about that.
0: I thought, okay, well, so what they're doing is they're relying on aid, blah, blah, blah. We're, uh, we're just a few months away from an election. Okay? Uh, if you thought that... Donald Trump was going to be impeached and removed from office. You would shut your mouth. You would not Uh, you would not start taking this case apart. You just shut your mouth because I need aid. So best case scenario is he's making this up because he's seen what the case is and sees this case is going nowhere. He's not going anywhere. And beyond that. The Democrats are so weak, they will not win in the next election. Otherwise, you just shut your mouth until someone asks you in an authoritarian position. Yeah, why do an interview with Time Magazine about it? Why do it? Yeah. Why do it? You are undermining the Democrats. Yeah, I mean, uh, and you just don't do that unless you know who's going to win or you think you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, we did see this with some of these officials who said things on both sides of it. Um, but, I mean, this is a—this is pretty pretty damning. I mean, like, you, how do you go through an impeachment inquiry without knowing this? How has this come out after no. you've issued articles of impeachment? Think of how pathetic that is. This is a guy in the center of the story. The one, as they point out in time, the one point of contact that would actually illustrate— that there was a quid pro quo for financial aid, uh, the, and they have they even talked to the guy, and, and they didn't even talk to
0: him. And look, here's Yermak. Now listen to this. When Time asked him whether he ever felt there was a connection between U.S. military aid and the request for investigations, Yermak was adamant. We never had that feeling, he said. We had a clear understand. Uh, we had a clear understanding that the aid had been uh, has been frozen. We honestly said, okay, that's bad. Uh, What's going on here? We were told they were going to figure it out. And after a certain amount of time, the aid was unfrozen. We did not have the feeling that this aid was connected at all to any one specific uh, uh, issue. I think that's totally reasonable and goes completely with everything except what Sondland said as he changed his testimony it goes completely with everything that we hear from everyone including sondland until he updated a month later his own testimony to say oh i uh oh yeah i did do that now <laughs> they're saying that it's absolutely reasonable that sondland i mean that that uh, your would say this uh because of you know politics they need america But you don't do that unless you think they're not going to impeach this president, remove him from office, and he's not going to lose the next election. So if you take the Democratic point of view on this, it it makes no sense unless the president's going to steamroll the Democrats. You just stay quiet. Don't make it any worse for yourself. You know, just play. We didn't say anything. So if President Trump is removed from office or the next president comes in, it's a Democrat, you can say, we didn't pick sides on this. We could have, but we didn't. We didn't pick sides. They're picking sides. This is Zelensky. This is his number two guy. So this is the president of Ukraine picking sides. That should tell you something. That should tell you something. Now. You can accept that as, well, Ukrainians Ukrainians are just doing this for their own personal gain because they have pressure points. Why is it unreasonable to look at Sondland and say, well, he testified the exact opposite way, and then he suddenly remembered something? What was his pressure point? What, What happened in that month in between? Was there anything, any calculation? Or did he just wake up one morning and go, oh, you know what? I completely forgot. That doesn't sound reasonable to me. I mean, I think this guy is. Did you read the whole article, Stu? Yeah, I have. I do not intend to uh, to publicize what I wrote to anyone. These are my principles. I'm not going to comment on what we wrote to each other, whether it was incomplete or something else. But I remember very clear what I said, what I did, whom I wrote to. And I can tell you 100% and can answer for this, that everything I did was right, everything I did was within the law, and I never crossed the line, I never violated legal norms or moral ones.
1: I mean, you can make the case, just to play devil's advocate, you can make the case that the same types of pressures that the democrats are accusing uh trump of to try to get you know uh, announcements from public officials in ukraine to say that they're investigating something or saying the right thing that will help trump is happening here and i'm sure that's what the democrats will say right they'll say well this is probably just another example of him just going and saying well you need to announce that that meeting didn't happen you know like it, it it's not completely implausible especially if you look at it from the democratic view however uh, you know, f- throw that away for a second, whether it's true or not. How do you file articles of impeachment without knowing, without at least interviewing the guy? Without wh- How is time doing this interview and not you if you're doing an impeachment inquiry? Do you not submit these questions to uh, Ukrainian authorities so that, so that they are answered? Because
0: it is not an actual look it's for not. truth. It's not. That's the problem, and this is where
1: the and they know it. This is they where the it. Democrats are really, really going to hurt themselves. This is a disaster, Glenn. I mean, they are hiding this around Christmas because it's pathetic. Yeah, it is pathetic. I honestly was thinking about this last night because we talked about this for a while. There is absolutely no legal pathway for the second. Article of impeachment, None. which is which is uh, obstruction of Congress. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're saying like they didn't give us the documents, they didn't give us the the the, uh, the the aides to testify, and we're pissed off about it. That is absolutely the right of the executive branch. Everybody knows that well established. Seven or nine different presidents, nine different presidents, nine including different presidents. Obama and Bill Clinton. Right, they um, have all fought yeah. this and they've all won. They've all won. This is very well established because they're supposed to be on the same level. You can't have one right. branch overwhelming the other. So why would they do that? My belief here, as I've been thinking about it a little bit, is it gives P- Democrats in red states an opportunity to vote yes on that article of impeachment and no on the other one. So they can say, look, we didn't think it was going, uh, we didn't think we, they had enough here. We, we're with you. We're looking at this seriously. But the other one, they absolutely did obstruct Congress. That's because it's their right to do it. They're the executive branch, and they're on the same level, generally speaking. So they're able to say, yes, they did do that one. Whether it's impeachable or not is already settled. It's an an article of impeachment. They already said it was. So now you're voting essentially on whether you believe they did it or not, and they'll be able to make the case to their people, look, I would have loved to have a full investigation, but they wouldn't go along with it. And now they have this kind of mid-ground where they can say to some people, yes, we voted to impeach. But on the other side, they can say, well, look, we we were reasonable about this, but they just didn't play ball, and it gives them sort of a background back uh, backdoor way to play both sides of their. Uh, I think constituents. you are.
0: I think you're you're wishing and hoping like the Democrats are, and you might be oh, thinking I'm, exactly the way the Democrats are, but I, I don't think that's going to work even with their own people. No, I'll I'm, tell you why next. Glenn. Right, right. That's huge, right? We're just, uh, just Patches walked in. He said, I love this Yermak story uh, from Time Magazine. And it's nowhere. It's nowhere, nowhere to be found. Yeah. They released uh, it yesterday
2: afternoon. It takes apart the central part of their case. Sure does. They're st- really, who was the star witness? Who was the only guy who even spoke to Trump? Sondland. Right. And and th- then- this disputes what he said. Yeah. And this Sondland, takes apart what he said. Sondland
0: even had to testify that Trump never told him that. Trump, in fact, said the opposite. Trump right. never said right. that it was quid pro quo. But then he said he interpreted that as quid pro quo. And so he told the ambassador, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, the President Zelensky's you know number two guy, that this was quid pro quo. Well, the number two guy just
2: came out and said... He never said that to me.
0: We never had that conversation. We never felt
2: that it was quid pro quo. I think this shows what a sham hearing that was. Wow. What a sham that was. I mean when you only present one side of the story, what are you gonna come up with? That's not due process. You I mean, even with all of that, I just saw a Quinnipiac poll. Did you see did did you see did you read about the paper? Yeah. Uh a Quinnipiac poll just had uh, the numbers of of whether or not people support impeachment. Fifty one to forty five against impeachment. Even that's after
0: that's after only hearing one, one side, side and having the media continually. You don't yep. like your uh, your mascot? It's, it's kind of huh?
2: choking me. Yeah, you know, I'm getting it? a little yeah. claustrophobic. Yeah. Well, from okay. My ascot. Well,
0: shut up, you <laughs> jerk. Hey, I got this for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a just. Oh, nice. Yeah. Perfect yeah. for Christmas. <laughs> Just <laughs> shut up.
2: That is the perfect okay, Christmas gift, isn't it? Buy that uh, at <laughs> uh, That's beautiful. In our blaze. That is beautiful. I didn't really mean I got no, it for you. I, I I, yeah. yeah, so I, No, I just realized that, and so I didn't. put my hand back up Yeah, down. okay. Um, uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> when you said, hey, I got this for you, you yeah. didn't really mean. No, I didn't really you didn't mean. not really mean, no. hey, I got this for you. No, of course no, I didn't. F- of course <laughs> I didn't. It's you. Uh, <laughs> but so, I think this proves why we must have a Senate trial to expose all of this crap. I mean, we're already against the impeachment. Let's just show what a sham they put up and how un-American the Democrats I'm are. I'm
0: telling you this, if they do the impeachment trial properly, oh, this is the them. end of the Democratic Party I as
2: we know it. I think I agree with that now. I think I agree, especially after the Yermak thing.
0: I mean, you—you you will see, you will see <clears throat> that it is nothing but a twisted... A web of lies and manipulation mm-hmm. it will it is the death knell it everyone said i just want donald trump just to burn the whole damn thing down i'm telling you right now that if they do this right in the senate and they really dig in mm-hmm. it is going to burn everything down it will i believe that and it will yeah. free us of so much it will free us of so much and donald trump will be the president that will be remembered for all time. Like him, hate him, he will be known for all time
2: for exposing more corruption than yeah. ever before. And I think it's worth noting that this is coming from three people who are not, we're just not total trump you know. We're not we're, on the Trump bandwagon. We're not. I mean, we, we w- have stepped back and watched what he's done, and much of it has surprised us in a really good way. Right. But we were not all Trump all the time. And we, we were we don't we, we disagree we with him anti- on certain things. Trump before he yes. was elected. Right. And then we said
0: at that time, we'll watch and judge. He's our president now. We'll watch and judge for mm-hmm. what he does. I hate a lot of the stuff that that President Trump does personally, mm-hmm. personally. I don't mm-hmm. like it. But what he's doing in office, some of it I don't like with a trade balance. But I will tell you this. I think he's going to win with China and somebody needed to play a different game with China. Hopefully, hopefully that's true, Uh, but it could turn around and bite us in the ass and it could be the reason why he loses the next election just as easily as him winning. Mm -hmm. You know, if it torches the economy, he's in trouble, but I will tell you, If he exposes this, I read a story last night, which is exact opposite of what the story was I read yesterday. They're saying now that um, Turtlehead McConnell, McConnell, McConnell. uh, that he (laughs) he wants to stick his head back in the shell and he just wants to do this over Christmas. You can't do that. Can't. And Trump now is the one who is saying, apparently, according to this article, uh, that Trump is the one saying, we have to go we have to move forward i, we, hope that's I want true. all
1: of this opened up legitimately both <clears the> sides <throat> of the story have come out in the last 24 hours what yesterday they were saying that trump wanted to get it through on christmas and get it over with and the senate was like no we're doing this in january we've cleared the entire legislative counter- calendar that's when we're doing it Today the story is out that the, it's the Senate that wants to happen over Christmas and Donald Trump who wants to stretch it out longer because he wants the show of it all. Don't know, don't I care. Mean, it's just unbelievable. Don't know, she, don't I, care. They you, should stretch it out.
0: Everyone should tweet. If you agree with us, you should tweet. If you, if you don't agree with us, may I remind you, you can get this Just Shut Up t-shirt. <laughs> now at com perfect for Christmas. Um, look, this is, this is the ultimate nutcracker. Donald Trump has them yeah, exactly he he's where— He's got him over a barrel. He's got them. This is the first time I've ever said uh, that, oh my gosh, you have them exactly
2: where you want them. Mm-hmm. You can crush them right now. And they may be knowing—they They may not, they may understand that now, too. I think they're starting to get a little nervous about their case. Rudy thinks so. I mean, look at what Rudy (laughs) said. Rudy said he's going
0: to come out with some stuff, and I don't know if he's actually coming out with stuff. And, you know, I don't look to Rudy Giuliani as the, you know, end-all, be-all. But if they have more stuff, if they just have
2: anything like what Yermak was saying, that's huge. Yeah, and that's almost enough. I mean, that might be enough. And it just shows uh, that it was an un-American hearing that they held. Uh, oh, it was a Soviet. Un-American. It was a Soviet witch It really witch was a Soviet-style tru- yeah. witch hunt. Yeah, it was. it's bad. To it's not bad. call anybody from the other side of this thing, that should show Americans, okay, they're not after the truth. I think that shows, I mean, look, it
0: was 45%. You know there there are more independents and Democrats than just forty five
2: percent. That shows some oh, independent yeah. and
0: Democrats saying
2: a uh, lot. This was bad because it was flipped just a couple of weeks ago. So they're doing worse now after the two hearings than they were before. It's amazing. It just it's it's really something. And and the Senate trial, I, I would be the final uh, nail in the coffin. I think. I, 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 I I'm telling you, first of all.
0: Let me ask you this. They say that, that Donald Trump uh, was using the power of his office, his office, this is the first charge, using the power of his office for personal gain. And that personal gain, they claim, was to uh, destroy Joe Biden uh, in the next uh, election. First of all, does anyone think that Donald Trump actually believes he needs any help Destroying anyone, Uh, I think he's. I think he is, and I say this with you know, I would say this to his face. He thinks he could beat Jesus, okay, (laughs) if Jesus was running. He doesn't have a problem Mm. with thinking that he is really good, and. He has done many miracles. Jesus, the last thing he did was raise himself from the dead. I, it's been a while. Pretty sure he's These been busy
1: are, since then. I think, think so? I feel like yeah, yeah there's been yeah. well, some. Well, yeah.
2: Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, he thinks highly of himself on the debate stage. So I don't think he For thinks sure. he really needs all that help. Let me ask you this, but let's just say he does. That that was his motivation. He also talked about something else and he talked about it for uh, probably 15 sentences before that one sentence about Joe Biden. OK. Mm-hmm. And in that 15 sentences, what he was going for was, hey, we've heard that, you know, they were the DNC was was rigging the last election, blah, blah, blah. He mentions CrowdStrike, which is discredited. That one is discredited, but he talks about a lot of other things in there. Let's just talk about Donald Trump and his personal gain alone. Do you think that him trying to destroy Joe Biden in the next election is more important to him than exposing the collusion of the Democrats to try to hurt him, to then claim that he was an illegitimate president and he colluded with Russia. Knowing what I do know about Donald Trump, there's no way uh, uh, Joe Biden and the next election is a little teeny blip on a radar screen in comparison to that gigantic weather storm that is coming his way, where all he wants is. I'm a legitimate president, I didn't collude with Russia, I didn't Mm -hmm. fix the election, and in fact, the people who did fix the election did it in such a way where they set me up to look like it, and they've been persecuting me since the day I got into
2: office. Oh, he wants nothing more than to prove that. Nothing more.
0: He would give up the next term, I believe, if he could just prove that.
2: I think so, too, but he knows he doesn't have to because he believes he'll beat whoever it is.
0: Right. That's in the national interests. Yes. Even if it is the thing that drives him, that is in the national interest. If you had somebody who just hated Nazis and hated, uh, hated Adolf Hitler personally because he personally insulted me, and I'm your president, and I'm going to get that Adolf Hitler— But we were in World War II? I kind of want that guy. as, As long as he's emotionally stable and not doing crazy things, I want that guy. Because he's personally driven to expose him and knock him off. Donald Trump is personally driven to show... I did not have anything to do with Russian collusion. In fact, it was you guys that did it, and I
1: want to expose the facts. And I think these things need to be so clear. This isn't the biggest thing you can do, right? And when it, impeachment is not a minor thing you throw out there. This is a big no. deal. And so, is removing the president of the United States? Let's look at Nixon for example. Nixon, okay, we have the whole break-in. He's hiding it. This is for his political benefit there's no argument that this benefits the united states of america if donald trump today we found out that he was using his presidential power to silence stormy daniels right Mm -hmm. let's just say that happened that would be something much clearer when it comes to personal benefit right he's pushing down some citizen who might have something bad to say about him Mm -hmm. this while it might also be presidential presidential power Well, that might—this might also benefit him in theory, right? Like, it maybe i mean, I don't know. To, to me, I think I'd love to run against Joe Biden, but maybe he didn't yeah, want to. Let's right, just say, right, right, in right. theory, he didn't want to. He thought Joe was so tough as he bumbled his way through every sentence if, you, if that was real, it also coincides with massive amounts of national interest. Mm-hmm. And the, you know this has been a problem with, I think, the defense of the White House at times and that they haven't talked about how important it is for us to make sure foreign aid, which is one of the least popular things that our federal government does, one of the things that the president ran against... That that if we're going to do it at all, it better be done right, and we better not be losing eight billion dollars when we're doing it. I don't know who's going to be
0: uh, heading this thing up, but I'm telling you, this is the biggest win of any president of any time if they do it right. And this is the and and if at the same it right. time, it is the biggest win against a bloated, corrupt government of any time in American history. If it's done right, if they blow it, mm-hmm. they have blown a, a, an opportunity bigger than Barack Obama. Barack Obama, I've I've said, made the biggest uh, passed on the biggest opportunity any president has ever had, and that is to be a true uniter mm-hmm. and come in and just. Honestly, play truly to the middle.
2: post-racial.
0: Right. And say, look, there's not and he could have healed this country for all time. Mm-hmm. He missed it and went the other way. If Donald Trump misses this, it's a bigger lost opportunity than that one. Thanks, Matt.
1: They're the da 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 da. How incredible is this? The Democrats have four different people who are rich businessmen spending their own money on their campaign. White,
0: rich businessmen.
1: You, uh, yeah, three out of four are white, at least. Yeah. Delaney spent almost a million dollars of his own money. Mm-hmm. Um, white, old, rich. Andrew Yang, uh, who is a, is a millionaire, mm-hmm. but has uh, you he's, know he's, he's gotten a lot of donations, too. Yeah. Then, Tom Steyer. White, rich, To give you old. A, a hint of how this is going, Elizabeth Warren has spent $8.8 8 more than any other candidate uh, outside of the top two. Tom Steyer spent $50 million, Okay, Oh, my gosh. 50 this makes million. me happy. Michael Bloomberg, who's been in the race for less than a month, has already mm. spent $95 million of his own oh money. Oh, my
0: gosh. That makes me even more happy.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: You're listening.